Welcome back to Chapter 2 of Rewriting Her Story. We're your hosts, Mari and Steph. We're back and ready to share more life experiences, discuss mental health issues we all face, as well as interviewing special guests. Join us this season as we dig deeper into vulnerability and get out of our comfort zones. Buckle up, bitches. I put a dollar sign next to writing down 90. Like, what the fuck? I was like, no, it's this not episode's going to cost you $90 to $90. listen to, in case you guys are wondering. For a small fee of $90, you too <laughs> can learn how to habit stack and habit formation and all of those things and all. Welcome back, guys. We're oh trying new a new setup for me since I've blown out 14 people's eardrums <laughs> with my mic setup. So send me your hospital bills. We'll figure it out. Um, no, I just, the, the mic, who knows, who knows what we're going to do, but we're going to see how this sounds and we will go from there. I'm also trying to really like be mindful of the, <laughs> the volume of my voice because but dude, here's I know what's that weird. I can get. Yeah. When we're together and we both use your mic, it's not yeah. loud. I wonder if it's just like the transference over zoom of like because we're talking back and forth versus I don't us know. being in the same room. It's a when good I edited mic, the last like one, a... I was like, that's weird. Like we don't sound crackly or loud at all. Or it's is it because there's another body in the room and it like I don't I don't know. Space is off. Yeah, maybe. You know. I know. I, who knows? So we'll try this. So so we'll try this. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, way okay. <laughs> so today this is exciting. We are doing a series and it's going to be three separate um, podcast episodes. I think that we could probably fit it all into three, but you know what? Maybe there'll be a surprise and be a fourth episode. We don't know. So Atomic Habits is a book that is near and dear to my heart and Steph's heart. I think more so mine because I, I love when I find something that gives me steps to do versus just trying to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes it, it just fits with my brain. It makes it very easy for me to be like, okay, I did that. Okay. I did that. Okay. I did that. Um, because I think that we all know that I like, what is happening with this fucking hair? It's driving me nuts. Okay. I've got it. Um, because we all <laughs> just realized I didn't take my fucking today. Well, it's too late now. So, <laughs> so focus. Um, I don't even know where I was going with it, but anyway, so Atomic Habits is a book that was written by James Clear and it breaks down how habits can be, good habits can be created and negative habits can be um, discontinued, Mm -hmm. extinguished. Um, So first and foremost, I think that the name itself is really cool. He talks about atomic habits um, and atomic, he talks about it being an atom and it being small. And so it's these small parts that create this bigger sum that create the change that we're looking for, right? Mm -hmm. I think this is also really cool that we're starting this series after what was called quitting week or quitters week. I didn't Mm. know that that was necessarily a thing, but like, I think it's like the, like two weeks or three weeks after new year's is considered Mm -hmm. quitters week. So it's kind of offensive (laughs) a a little bit, right? (laughs) Like a little bit. And I didn't even know it was a thing, but as I was doing my Peloton workouts, people were talking about it, the instructors. And I was like, cause they were like, you're not a quitter. You're staying in this. Like these are healthy changes. Sure. And I was like, I didn't even know that was real, but okay. Same. So in the beginning of Atomic Habits, and I'm going to be pulling from my notes. So I'm going to be looking down a lot. We're going to talk first about systems versus goals. 
So goals are results that you want to achieve and systems are about the process that leads to those results that you're looking for that you want. So what I really like about this is you can ignore the goal, but you cannot ignore the system, sure. right? As much as I think we run into that with our clients, right? Mm-hmm. We're saying, okay, this is your overarching goal. Here's how we get to it. We run into that of like, yeah, this goal sounds great and wonderful and all, but here are the steps that you're going to need to take to be Correct. able to achieve this goal. And then it's like, well, <laughs> maybe I don't want it that bad. Want to do that that bad. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. That's like having abs. Maybe I don't want them that badly. Mm -hmm. So commitment to this system is what is going to bring about results or change, Mm -hmm. which he talks a lot, a lot, a lot about consistency versus effort. And I think that you can go to any of our podcasts and probably in some form or fashion, we are talking about that. Consistency is key. Effort fails. You can go to the gym for 90 minutes one day, do as many reps as you want to do. And is, is, you know, this high, high load as much as you want, but realistically, it's not going to continue through the rest of the week. Whereas if you go to the gym, maybe for 15, 20 minutes a day, and just kind of do a little something every day, you're setting that intention and that habit in your head and showing up consistently, which will eventually bring about the change that you're looking for. Mm -hmm. So there are three levels at which change can occur. So there is outcomes, process, and identity. So outcomes is what you get, process is what you do, and identity is what you believe. So outcomes, most goals are focused here. Most goals are, oh, I wanna lose 10 pounds. I wanna have this much in savings. I want to you know, move up to this title. Process are the habits and the systems of how it gets you there. And then identity is changing your worldviews or beliefs. And so James Clear talks a lot about this in his book of that we really need to focus on the identity aspect. And the identity aspect is then instead of this like, oh, you know, this goal of losing 10 pounds, we're changing the narrative and changing it to, I want to be an athlete. I am Mm -hmm. an athlete. So then you start to change your beliefs and well, what does an athlete do? How does an athlete show up? Sure. How are they consistent? What do like, what are their, what are their schedules look like? So that it's instead of just this um, lofty idea that's out there, it's I'm changing who I am at the core because of the things that I want to achieve. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. And anytime if you want to. I mean, you're on a roll, so just go with it. I know, it. I'm just like fine. reading it. <laughs> fine. And these are, these are all notes that I took guys. Okay. So it's really... Really because we did. did, in fact, do a master class on this, and she <laughs> did all the research for it. <laughs> we did do a master class on it, and this is how Steph and I are yin and yang. Because when before we started this class or this episode, Steph was like, "No, I think we did one." And I was like, "I don't think we did a master class on that." And then she found the PowerPoint. She's like, "Bitch, you created the PowerPoint." And I was like, "Oh, well, see, <laughs> this is why we brain. have to left, be together." Left her brain. <laughs> yeah, gone. No way. I was like, "Mm -mm, doesn't really make sense. So in focusing on the outcomes process identity piece, we have to focus on, like I said, what we're saying. So um, he talks a lot in the book about losing weight or quitting smoking, because those are two really huge things 
trust um, humans that people understand maybe yeah. at some point. Yeah. yeah. And understand. So when someone is um, saying no to a cigarette, if they're trying to quit instead of no, thank you, I'm trying. It's no, I'm not a smoker. Mm. Because we're framing for our unconscious brain and the people around us of that is not a habit that I partake in. So, not, so I don't being want to be able that to anymore. Say, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not a smoker. Like, so behavior that is incongruent with the self will not last. So behavior that if we're saying to ourselves, I'm not a smoker, the behaviors are not going to continue because it doesn't identify with our senses. It doesn't align with who you're which trying is why to be. Yep. So, which yep. is why it's so important to frame those things versus, oh no, I'm trying to quit. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Pride will keep you showing up. That is one thing I liked. And he also talks about there's, there's a process that requires unlearning. So it's not just going to be something that is immediate. Again, consistency versus effort. So he talks about your habits embodying your identity, right? Again, going to that core belief of who you are as a person. So he says, every action you take is a vote towards the person you want to become. Mm -hmm. So the more votes you build up, so does the evidence towards your new identity. So we talk about, about this a lot with our clients of like, hey, here are these tools that we're talking about. Um, and I definitely think it's important for you to use them. So here's how you start to do that. And the more times that you expose yourself to maybe the anxiety that comes with or the, the uncomfortability, the frustration, whatever that it may be, the more times you expose yourself, the easier it starts to get. Sure. Because you have these exposures under your belt where I'm not saying the conversations with people get easier. I'm saying that you're voting and showing your actions are showing your unconscious brain. Hey, I fucking matter. Mm-hmm. I'm standing up for myself. It's me. I'm, I'm not the problem that Taylor mm-hmm. Swift song just popped into my head. of like, it's me. Mm-hmm. Please don't. I know it's so awful. And now it's going to be in your head all day. And everyone else you. says, you're welcome. <laughs> I know. I know. Sing the ABCs and it should go away. <laughs> Not right now, though, please, because it's not what this is about. So, so he talks about that's why a radical shift is necessary, because we have to give ourselves a chance to start having those exposures to that new identity that we want. So each time you start a workout, you are an athlete. So framing that in our mind. Mm-hmm. So each time that I decline, you know, a cigarette, I'm saying to myself, I am a healthy person. I blah, 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 blah. Well, however you want to frame it for yourself. Sure. So he gives this thought process, right? He gives the example of when there is an election. So when there's an election, there's two candidates. One candidate does not win unanimously, right? There are going to be votes for both sides. The goal is to have the highest amount of votes for the person or new identity that you are trying to embody. So when people are like this all or nothing thinking, and that's where cognitive errors comes into play of like, well, if you're trying to eat healthier, so I'm trying to eat healthier. So I, I am a person who eats healthy and takes care of their body. I eat a cookie instead of in my mind going to, well, I ate a cookie. It's all over with. I'll just start on Monday. And then you just binge the whole weekend. We're taking casting votes, which is why habit tracking is so important because you can see on paper, the votes that you're casting for yourself. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. We're, the goal is to win the majority of the time, not all the time. So how then do we start to figure out 
habits or goals or things that we want to do. So first you need to decide what is the type of person you want to be. And this would be like a brainstorming activity where you start to take notes towards the person that you want to be. So like if you want to be a more emotionally resound person, so how does an emotionally resound person behave? What does that look like? Sure. Like who is somebody who can regulate their emotions? What, what types of qualities do they embody? Do you embody some of these qualities? What other ones would you like? When I'm talking about getting specific and writing these things down, like that is key. So what do you stand for? Principles, values, all of those things. And then the second part of building new habits to this identity is proving it to yourself with small wins. So if I'm somebody who is emotionally resilient, uh, that's who I want to be. I am an emotionally resilient human being. I'm an emotionally resilient parent. In my mind, I'm looking for those ways to prove that I am emotionally resilient. An emotionally resilient parent in my mind is somebody who is able to clearly articulate in times of frustration or um, um, panic anger, upset, and to be able to clearly communicate my emotions and or take a break and come back to it. Because that's also somebody who's emotionally resilient. Sometimes it doesn't look like I'm going to handle that situation right away in the moment, but more so I'm going to take a break before I lose my fucking shit. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to come back because I've had time to come out of this emotional mind and come to wise mind with what am I really reacting to? Okay. This is what I'm reacting to. Sure. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. So what is important now, the next part is a feedback loop. So he talks about feedback loops and why they're important and understanding them really gives you um, a good foundation as to how some of the, I don't want to say regressions because I don't think it's a regression, but how when some of the votes are cast for, cast against us, recognizing this feedback loop and being able to implement it in your life is extremely helpful. So the feedback loop is your habits that shape your identity, then feed into your identity and your identity shaping your habits. And it is this consistent circle. So the more that you are operating in or towards the person that you want to be, the more that you are creating your identity. But also this loop goes vice versa. If Mm -hmm. we are not behaving how we want to behave, then we are challenging and saying, well, this isn't my identity. It's not going along with how I want to behave. Mm -hmm. And that's where some shame can show up, right? Of like, well, because, you know, I, I failed, um, you know, then I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy or whatever it may be. And then it gets solidified. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So values and principles should drive the loop, not the outcome. So your values and morals, again, if we're going back to this two ways to start figuring out what habits or goals you want to to start with of deciding the type of person you want to be and then proving it to yourself with small wins. So that is in that exploratory process, we should be talking about values and principles that align with that identity. So then that's what should be driving the loop, not the outcome of it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Habits matter because they help you become the person that you want to be. And if we're not recognizing the habits that we're partaking in, this is, that's, that's the problem. Like if we're not recognizing the small little habits that are adding up to who, um, who we are at the end of the day, that then creates this, um, potential mistrust in ourselves. Right. So if like, for example, tracking food, right. I, I hate it. 
However, it is so effective sometimes to understand what, what portions are. Like sure. if you like, uh, how many memes have you seen about like the, the portion size of um, peanut butter, mm-hmm. like the reality of it. Right. Or a bowl that, of cereal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. If you are not confronted with that reality, then it's like, okay, well I'm making all of these misinformed potential. Um, this mis- I have this misinformed thought process because I'm not focused on what the reality of the situation is. Mm-hmm. So so if you go to, um, or if you Google Atomic Habits, James Clear Habit Tracker, it there on Google, it'll pop his website up and you can download his free habit tracker. This is the portion that I think is extremely fucking important because it will get into habit stacking and also point out um, how to build the healthier habits and how you're going to then... Um, start to do that in your everyday life. Because sure. if you aren't aware of what you're doing, you can't add more things in. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Or, or take things out. Yep. So that is, this, this is where we're going to end this episode. So that that way people can do this habit tracker if they want to, you don't have to go to his website and do it. So realistically, what it's asking you to do is do a time study of your day. So it's asking you to have like a little notebook on hand, a sheet of paper. And just as you're doing things, time out your day. So like, okay, I got up at, okay, serious listening. Okay. I got up at 7.15. Okay. You know, I brushed my teeth, you know, 7.15 to 7.20. So you're just going to write your day out, like as it's happening, not what you plan for as it's happening. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to grade, whether it's positive, neutral, or negative, what you're doing. Does that how your feeling sense? is positive, neutral, or negative? Not how you're feeling about it, but whether you view it as this is a positive thing I did, a neutral thing I did, or a negative thing I did. So like getting up, brushing your teeth. Some people consider that positive because, okay, I'm actually taking care of myself, daily living skill activity. And or they view it as neutral because this is a habit that I don't struggle with. So it's just something that is automatically a part of my, my night. It's a non-negotiable. Yeah. 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 So they're asking you to, to give it a grade. So like, for example, you know, if you're paying attention of like, okay, um, got out of session, noticed there was candy, took a handful of Reese's peanut butter cups and ate them all. Okay. Well, that's not necessarily a habit, but that's something to pay attention to and grading it negative because if we're negative in the sense of, for me, that it's like, oh, I see it and I want it. Not, not recognizing my body. Am I hungry? Do I, do I really want that? Is that just something that, you know, seems like a great idea? Or is that something that I realistically want to have? Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Am I just mindlessly eating or is that something I really want to do? Oh, and like, God, some mornings when I get up and I go downstairs and I put on a meditation and then sometimes it's hard to get up after the me- get up after the meditation and then go continue with my workout. So some mornings, if I just sit there and I only then allow myself 20 minutes to get a quick walk in versus what I had planned to do, I would grade that negative because that didn't feel good to me. Sure. I woke up with enough time to do what I wanted to do and I didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So you're going to have to do this time study for a couple of days. And he suggests a week to be able to have like a full, well-rounded idea of what happens. 
but you're going to have to do it for a couple of days because then that's where you're going to start pointing out here's where I can start to add in habits. Here's where I can start to deconstruct habits. And here's me becoming aware of just what I'm doing on a daily basis mm -hmm. and how much potential wasted time is there. And when I'm telling you like scroll, like scrolling on social media, if you're doing that, you need to mark that shit down and be real yep. open about the time that you spent doing it. Yep. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Thoughts, thoughts about it. That was the example that I was going to give is scrolling on social media, right? Yeah. If I grab my phone first thing in the morning to do a meditation, but instead I see notifications and I start checking them, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Because I'm going to tell you right now, it sets me up to be fucking irritated with my <laughs> entire Same. morning. Same. Right? And I had yes. to be real mindful of that in the last couple of weeks because I found myself doing that. And I was like, gross. This is a habit that I broke a long time ago. Why did I return to it? Because it's fucking easy and it's in my face. Yeah. That's the honest answer is that it's easy. It's in my face. And I don't like notifications on my phone. It makes me feel like I'm not doing something right because I should be, quote unquote, should be responding. Right. That's mm -hmm. like an ingrained thing from work, um, which I've been able to break. But yeah, it's it took... Um, it's like a slap in the face where I was like, bitch, you have been scrolling for 40 minutes. Get your yeah. entire life. Same, same. That because I, none of I, this is productive. I literally cannot begin to validate that enough because the same thing happens with me of like, if I get caught up in the morning or I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to look for this. Like it's yep. been happening to me of trying to find leggings that are not necessarily cloth and are a little bit thicker for when I go to Ireland because it's potentially going to be rainy and I want it to be a little bit thicker. Mm -hmm. And so I have these Zyolite types that I really like. So then I'm trying to find them on discount because they're so fucking expensive for no fucking reason. And then I've tried a couple of other brands and I don't like them. So then I find myself just trying to shop and find it or find mm -hmm. deals. And then I look up and I'm like, okay, 25 minutes has gone by. And how is that yep. effective though? Because it's not pouring into me. It's something that I do need to do, but that's something that can be done at the end of the day yep. after I've given to myself, because that's a mindless activity. I don't need Correct. my full attention to be present. And I'm wasting all of this time that I woke up with to be able to do this workout because I know that that's what resets my mind to be able to tackle a full day. If mm -hmm. I don't get that extra energy out, I am on edge all day. I'm, mm -hmm. It's like I'm irritated. Mm -hmm. Yep. For no reason too. literally no reason. Mm -hmm. So it is so important to pay attention to that. When you say the visual cue of like you see it, that is sneak peek for next session, next um, episode is that the first step to either breaking a bad habit or starting a new habit is the visual cue. He'll tell you to throw your whole phone away. I'm just kidding. Yeah. He doesn't tell you to throw your whole phone uh, away. He will. He's going to tell I you mean, like, to put it in a bucket and blow it up. Make it real fucking inconvenient. Yeah. So you're not going to yeah. want to do it. Literally. Yep. So hopefully this starts to set your mind and intention of wanting to focus on the type of person that you want to be that you have goals to strive towards the identity that feels good for you. And I like that we're breaking here because this gives you a chance to sit down and really brainstorm what that identity looks like. And I want you to be specific. Well, I want to be successful. What does that mean? What does a sure. successful person mean to you? What do they yep. wear? What do they drive? How do they behave? What are characteristics of their personality? Like, what does their house look like? What does their business look like? You know, how are they as a leader? How are they as a friend, a lover, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. Like be specific. And then you can find and shorten those down to smaller goals that you want to have. And then next and then you do your time study of figuring out where you can start to make changes and then the next 
I keep saying the next episode. I guess it's an episode. I also want to say session two. I don't know why I'm struggling so much. But the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is an episode. It is an yeah. episode. Correct. My brain is not firing on all cylinders. <laughs> and I've had coffee and worked out today. So I really don't know what's going on. And I've had a lot of water already. So then the next episode, we'll focus on how to build those better habits. And we'll talk about the flip reverse too, if you're attempting to um, break down negative habits mm-hmm. that you don't want to do anymore. And then the following episode, we'll be talking about then how you start stacking habits together and what that looks like and any other follow-up things that we feel like we might've missed. So, And honestly, what habit stacking ends up turning into is like a solid routine. Yes. Your solid, non-negotiable routine because you've stacked a bunch of healthy habits on top of one another. So mm-hmm. for me, for example, sneak peek would be like meditation, brush my teeth, put workout clothes on, workout, shower, like, right? Like I yep. stacked yep. all of those things to create my morning routine. Yeah. And that's what, like my Sundays, Sundays, wake up, workout. Um, I kind of switch my emails to Saturdays just so that I feel less pressure, but mm-hmm. it used to be wake up, workout, um, have my coffee and do my reminder emails and then grocery shop meal prep and then mm-hmm. relax. Mm-hmm. So we'll also come to find that setting these routines and stacking gives us more free time mm-hmm. towards the end of the day to relax versus us feeling like, Oh, it's going to be so ritualistic and I'm not going to have any flexibility wrong. Correct. Um, so I can't wait to, to debunk that myth. Mm-hmm. So you can find us at Rewriting Her Story Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. You can email us any questions, concerns, comments, or episode ideas or things mm-hmm. that you want us to talk about um, at Rewriting Her Story Podcast at gmail.com. You can find Steph at The Spooky Therapist, and you can find me at BEA underscore XO11 on Instagram. Until next time, guys. Bye. 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 Thank you.